What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. I voted. I did too. Did you vote? Yes, you did. Got a sticker. It's on my. Uh, it's on my. Th- yeah, I wanted. I was looking for people that were there. You know, I'm thinking. First of all, you're gonna go vote, and uh, people are there with so- could be people with signs like for people's t- saying at least 75 feet yeah. away from the thing. Like, oh, you know what? Thank you for reminding me. I guess I'll vote for that person instead of what I was gonna vote for. Yeah, right. I changed my mind just because yeah, you're there. Those people. I don't <laughs> think those people change minds at all. I think those people. They're kind of like. They're like fans. Right. They're like they're like like uh, yeah. they don't change the outcome of the game, right? No, where you wearing a jersey of the team that you love and showing support probably doesn't really do too much right. for the game. So there was no line at all. Was there? When, when did you vote? What time of day? Oh, it was uh, about eight thirty. I was, it was uh, pretty pretty about early, one thirty. Yeah, in the afternoon there. So yeah, it was. Uh, so uh, so Paul Gosar is District Four. Our represent you know uh, our, our district. Um, mm-hmm. uh, district Four. District Four. Of the uh, state or the uh, federal house representatives, yes. right? But he was running unopposed. He was, which is and we y- talked about that. It's like it's unopposed. I'm not. Even, I'm not going to fucking vote for anybody, you know, because you're unopposed. You're, yeah, running unopposed is just. I think it's just like to me, it just feels. It feels icky. It feels like it's just not right. But also, right. somebody has to stand up and That's run true against them. You got. You also you have to give the person credit, whoever it is who's running for doing it. At least it yeah. is an effort. You're, you're often cannon fodder. It's not easy People, sometimes. They pick apart your personal life. Yeah, all that, that yeah. shit. So you got to give them something. But still, it's like I usually won't vote right. if someone's running unopposed because I'm, they're going to win. In that light. <laughs> so what, what? who did you write in? I to, I as, felt as, moved as, at the moment. I wasn't even planning on this. I'm going. For, brrr, this is for U.S. District 4. Right. Arizona District 4. Paul Gosar. And then there's a blank down below where you could circle it, you know, fill in the circle and then write anyone. Fuck it. And I wrote in my name. So I <laughs> voted for I've never done this my entire life. I went, I think I could do a better job than him. Sure. I'm going to. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm, I'm going to write myself know. in. Maybe maybe you'll get more than one vote. And right. it tur- and turns out, turns as a coincidence. Out. Just found out. Shout out to Trace. He just texted us on his own, and he sent a picture. A picture of his him writing in. He wrote in my Paul name Gaines against under, Paul Gosar. Against Paul, Paul Gosar. So I've got two votes. <laughs> so here's where he, we, we should have gotten together on this, because <laughs> I didn't write in your name. I right. wrote in Will McAvoy. <laughs> From the, from the newsroom, <laughs> I was gonna do the famous person thing too. That probably was came across my mind, but oh, he's not hilarious. even famous. He's a fucking fictional, he's a fictional character, fictional famous whatever. Yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. So I um, put in there William McAvoy. I I think at some <laughs> at some point I think they actually have to print out the counts. I think like they have to. So I think possibly somewhere in a newspaper somewhere will be written Paul Gaines two votes. Oh, Maybe God. I got more. Maybe Maybe there's more people. What if I win? Oh God! <laughs> if you won, do you know how pissed you? You have to go toe to toe with Paul Gosar, who's an election denier. Well, when will I have to go toe to toe? By the way, rumors have it he's done that. This is his last year; he's going to be running. Yeah, I'd heard that too. So, um, <laughs> I think that's funny as shit. I, it's like, what a strange coincidence that you and Trace voted for the same person, oh, which was me, which is you, and didn't even. It's not like you guys were like. In cahoots. No. Just did it independently. You guys are both goofy fuckers just independent. We never even joked about it weeks ago or days ago. We didn't even never, no, the was, topic was never came up never of came voting. Up. It's so funny. <laughs> so, 
Oh God! I like Will McAvoy though. I like that idea. Yeah, that's uh, that. Is, so as soon as you told me that you wrote in the Paul Gosar, I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna one up him. <laughs> uh, anyway, but I went there. I, I, there were no shots fired. I went there. I didn't see any. You know. Yeah, I didn't see any uh, voter intimidating or anything like that. I didn't. I saw uh, yeah. Carmela Hines was there. She was oh, right working. On. She was working. Uh, she handed me my ballot. That's Not my cool. ballot. The receipt to get the ballot. I'm sorry. That's cool that she was doing that. I didn't yeah. even know she was doing that. No, and I went. This is cool. Good for you for doing this, man. This is awesome. Yeah. So there was no line, by the way. Was there any line for you? No. Where, where was your voting uh, place? Mormon Church. Oh, that's right. We are talking Mormon. Yeah, right down and the street. And I was the uh, the uh, Methodist Church, mm. St. John's, whatever. So, um, yeah, I there was a handful of people there. A steady kind of light flow in and out. That that's what it was. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much what what I saw too. But it was when I walked in, there was no line, and. Like the voting, like the the like little booth things, like they were only about half full. So there was, right. yeah. I think it was it was after the initial rush, the pre eight a.m. like before people start work, and after that rush was over, the lull between you know then and probably noon when the like people take their lunch break and vote or something like that. I don't even know when polls open. Uh, here. Seven was it seven? I think it's seven. So if they either open at six or seven, also in Cobb County where I moved from and uh, to, before I came here. And I used to have to get up pretty early. There was one time I didn't wasn't so I, I I used to arrive before they would open up, to, before work started because right. the lines were still kind of long, but they had a shitload of voting booths in there. So right. it just went, and you're in there, and then you can vote the first group, let's say, and then you're out of there. But we saw big lines in Tempe, right? Was it Tempe we saw? Yeah, that? yeah, it was at ASU. Yeah, like a long. Well, what lines. I was what I was telling you was that they have such a density in that area mm-hmm. of people because of the dorms. Right. There's like. Enrollment of uh, of ASU is probably around eighty thousand, if not more. Mm. I'd be willing to bet it's probably more. So if you figure a quarter of those people probably live on on campus, that's a lot in a very small area. So that's probably why those lines were so long. But then we, uh, you unmuted the TV and uh, they were talking about how there were some machines some down kind of somewhere. So glittery like a, going yeah, on, glittery, down yeah. And then there was glittery in Cobb County, and then there, in Pennsylvania there was they ran they the ran out of paper. Paper shortage. There was a paper shortage, which is so funny because the county that they showed, I was like, I wonder if that's Scranton, <laughs> and it absolutely is fucking Scranton. So Scranton <laughs> is where the office takes place, the the show. Yeah, and they're a paper company. It's Dunder Mifflin <laughs> Paper. Yeah, and it's like they didn't know they didn't know it was have voting coming up. We needed paper. I love. There's a paper. What, what what happened? Did a roof leak and just drench the paper? Like how do you right. have a paper shortage? Right on voting day. Yeah. So. So they said they're going to be. They, oh yeah, they may be allowing them to vote. There, there oh, the judge to, ruled that they that they could, they're allowed to stay open them until like 10 p.m. Yeah, or something. Them like, and, oh and some God. district in Phil, near Philadelphia. Yeah, it's pretty. We have it pretty easy here. Voting. We yeah, we kind of do. It really is it's here nothing. in this state and in this country because that, that's yeah. something we were talking about before we started recording. Is that uh, you know the whole democracy thing and people you know one man one vote thing has mm-hmm. it hasn't really been that. It's it hasn't been a widespread concept. No. For only about a hundred years, and we're used to it. And pretty much the country is on balance, kind of okay-ish. So people aren't motivated to vote, and it's—I think they're having a higher turnout for this midterm than normal I, by a fair margin. I would say so, yeah. And probably abortion is one of the reasons, and inflation, inflation, abortion, and yeah. What was the other? That was the two big ones for a lot of the Democrat voters were pissed off about the abortion thing, and then and the Republicans are... Well, and know, you had the middle-of-the-road folks that are kind of... that would be more either independents or they're registered to one party or another, but they don't vote straight ticket. No. And that middle 10 or 15 or 20... It was a t- middle 20% that kind of decides everything. Right. Um, a lot of those folks were really 
they, the women in general, as a as a, most of mostly women, were just pissed about Roe v. Wade getting overturned. Right. So, so there's gonna be a lot of that. So the, the questions we don't know. Yeah. It, but normally it does flip. We talked about that. Normally it flips midterms, go against whoever in office of the president. That's just a normal yeah, thing. It's kind That's of rare for happen. it not to. So it's going to happen. So the question is how much. The Senate's going to be the closer closer one, right? Yeah. Like our senator Mark Kelly, is he going to win? I don't know. Yeah. They say it's really really close. Yeah. I yeah I'd say so. So same thing with Georgia. That's really close. Pennsylvania with the aneurysm guy. Fetterman. Yes, thank versus you. Versus Doctor Oz, and I say doctor in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. While he is he is a graduate from of a medical school and holds a medical license, he also has had to go in front of Congress and explain why he sold fraudulent shit. Yes. And that that was a fucking that, that's a huge problem for me. And the real problem is And he doesn't live in fucking Pennsylvania or he no. didn't until recently. But with all this is if people are going to vote, there's going to be a huge chunk of going to vote their party no matter who is in there and that's just the way it's going to go and so it doesn't mean that Oz is if he wins, doesn't mean he's that great or obviously Fetterman has got some problems with communication and and yeah. And processing. Yeah, he does. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. So if he wins, it's not because he's the greatest candidate out there. And if Oz wins, he's not that great either. Right. It's just party shit. It's all it is. Yeah. And right now, the Democrats are getting hit on inflation. You know, whether it's their fault or not. Which we're going to talk about a little bit later, aren't we? We will, yes. That's yeah. The, uh, what was the other? Oh, oh uh, so Lotto. You, uh, Lotto? No. No. The Paul, you were upset you didn't see certain things on the ballot. Oh, yeah, I was looking. I was scrolling down. He said, oh, but there's two sides to the ballot. I said, okay, I'll look at it. So I went there, and I just perused it real quick to make sure what – that's what I do, just real, like a menu. When you walk into a restaurant, you I kind of flip through the pages just real quick to see what's kind of where and make sure there's something on the back or nothing on the back, you know. Yeah. Just kind of want an overview in my mind. 20 seconds worth at the most, you know. Did you Got know that it. the word peruse is one of those words we all almost everybody uh, commonly uses incorrectly? Incorrect. Did I just use it incorrectly? Yes. There I, I to to peruse something is to actually uh, pick over it and find detail. Gotcha. And take time to look over it. You and find are correct detail. and I I was aware I, of that. I don't yeah. normally correct people but I just found it interesting. I don't mind. That, uh it's one of the it's one of the few words it's like literally. Right. It it Which does it gets used wrong. in the complete opposite context. And then also uh Okay, that is not – this has nothing with using incorrectly, but this has incorrect spelling with the word hanger we talk about a lot. Yes. There's a friend of ours that was uh, that was uh, um, uh, tagged in a kind of a popular Facebook thing for some stuff they were working on, whatever. And it, you know, it's a very well-followed aviation site. And this guy who's an aviation guy who runs the business, H-A-N-G-E-R. Oh, no. Several times. And it – bothered me and so my friend our friend who's on there too i went i texted him and said just letting you know i know you're being tagged on this you're an aviation guy and i know that he knows how to spell it and i said just and he didn't reply he rarely replies back anyway unless i've got something really quick he can reply back to i said just let you know your guy did this and that. i'm just maybe you can somehow talk to him a little bit maybe and i'm thinking that god because not for my sake, but I would not want to. I would want to make sure there are people I've corrected on that carefully on private messages. So just let you know, I you can even say I did this too until I really realized, you know, you can maybe fake that part, you know, that to make sure that yeah they know that we all make mistakes. But a lot of aviation people use er, and it bothers the shit out of me. I don't know why. So the question is, you just corrected me on peruse, and I'm glad that you did. But we're friends, and maybe that's the difference. Well, yeah. I'm not sure how you correct, you know. I, Dude, there are people that have made brochures. I've seen 
paper brochures in the aviation business where they print thousands of them. Yeah. Where they say, oh, in this hangar and that hangar, we have our jets. And over here in this hangar is our maintenance hangar. And, you know, and there's all these brochures they hand out. I'm going, oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And you're in the aviation business. It's not like misspelling a, a, another word that is not an aviation word. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. You're in the aviation business, and you should get that word yeah. right. So tell me I'm an asshole. You're not an asshole. I know. No, no, you're you're not an asshole because I agree with you 100. So percent because then I question your your prof- professionalism and your actual aviation knowledge if you spell it H A N G E R. Right. Or if it was just a typo and you know not to spell it that way. Right. And then you don't correct it. So what I, other things are you not I, doing? I don't know how my friend is going to take it. Like, oh my God, Paul's a fucking asshole. Or he's going to go, God damn it! I wish I had that guy had told me. Or I, right. you know, I'm glad he didn't say anything. He didn't say. Oh, well, Mr. fucking grammar Nazi guy, which he wouldn't do anyway, probably. And he also didn't say, God, thanks, that sucks. Let me go see if I can gently massage this into the proper spelling or something. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, you corrected me on the peruse. So I perused. I did not peruse. the. I just looked at the uh, the, the, the ballot. The ballot. Just, to, just kind of check it out. And then I'm going through. I'm going, wait a minute. I didn't see where they were going to make mushrooms legal on the ballot. <laughs> Which they're not because it's a joke. Fine. But they are in Colorado. They're voting on it. Yeah, they're voting on it. I'm interested to see how that goes because that's – Colorado kind of led the charge in legalizing, you know, uh, recreational uh, cannabis. And – Right. We'll see what happens from there. I mean, Denver already legalized. They were first, right? Colorado was first? I think Colorado was first. And then – or is Colorado and California in the same year, election year? But I think Colorado just made it like – I'm not sure it was California. I thought it was like Oregon or – Seattle. Maybe you're right. And then California was actually like third or fourth or something. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, I think. Uh. Um, but you probably know this. Isn't it Washington or Oregon that does have legal mushrooms? One of those uh, is Oregon. Decri- they didn't. It's not legal. They oh. decriminalized okay. possession of all drugs. Oh, of everything. Okay. However, um, if you um, how do how do I how do I word this? If you eat, no. So the mushroom thing is a little separate than everything else. The 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 psilocybin, it's specifically psilocybin mushrooms, right? So mm-hmm. those those mushroom or those that substance has been decriminalized, but it's yes. also under the uh, the guise of like a no. It's like nobody's getting their door kicked in for growing mushrooms. Right. in Oregon anymore. Nobody's getting their doors kicked in or arrested on the side of the road, getting pulled over if they have small amounts. You know, Now, if you've got tubs and tubs and tubs of them, clear, and you're driving, you're clearly distributing, right? Right. It's not personal use. But hard drugs, pills, your cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, things like that, those are decriminalized, meaning there's no mandatory minimums on them, so it's up to a judge's discretion. It's also up to the each sheriff, their discretion in their counties, but also, any of the hard drugs, the addictive drugs, mm-hmm. heroin, cocaine, methamphetamine, things like pill, different pills. Right. Those things are decriminalized only if you agree to go through, if you don't, excuse me, if you don't agree to go through a state-funded treatment program. Mm-hmm. Most people that are addicted to those drugs want that. Right. They, they, they want, you know, a heroin addict that's living on the fucking streets for a couple years overdosing all the time and shit like that, they probably want to get clean. They just don't have the money, the time, or not the, they don't have the money, they don't have, like, 
family that gives a shit about them or they've alienated their family or whatever. So if the state... It, it Oregon, takes effort. It just, if, yeah, it's not easy. If you yeah. get busted with, say, heroin, okay, right? Here's your option. You can go to this treatment facility or you can go to prison. That's it. So it being decriminalized means that they can they still have the option to mm-hmm. when it's still criminalized there's no option you have it's and they have three strikes and you're out in Oregon and all that so that's I educated myself on that because I heard a bunch of yahoos who have no idea what they're talking about saying well it fucking might as well move to liberal ass Oregon they fucking made everything legal up there and like, they didn't make it legal they decriminalized it right. which if you and give you options maybe some people are actually getting better there's a yeah, thought crazy how that's actually because happening you, there because we all know that you get better in prison yeah no shit <laughs> <laughs> fucking so you learn how to do everything criminal in school yeah so it was how you get your doctorate you, like, you went in with an undergrad right. and you come out with a doctorate learn how to do tattoos and all kinds yeah, of yeah cool all stuff. kinds of shit yeah so um but yeah colorado voting on that is is a big thing i knew denver legalized I, there's a handful of cities around the country that legalized. oh yeah denver did didn't denver they? legalized it and, and and i mean within literally within weeks mayo clinic had set up shop there to do in in denver Mm-hmm. bought it like a building to start doing clinical trials mm-hmm. because you can't do it unless you have like and, there it is it's right yeah, there. there it is cause, and you're able to do that All right, so, so did you look up who was the first state to legalize i didn't i just and then uh are they going to i think it's going to make mushrooms legal not just decriminalize as as far as the state goes of Colorado. By the way, yes, we are talking about politics but not really. We're talking about voting yeah. and laws and stuff. We're not talking about politics like Go Donald Trump or AOC. Yeah, she's pretty hot. I don't care who you are, right? AOC. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah, and I like I I, I like uh, I like her attitude. I think it's just funny. Whether I agree with what she says all the time is, right. is beside the point. I just like her. I like her attitude because she knows how to use social media against people who don't understand social media, right. and it's hilarious to me. Right, it's so funny. Uh, California legalized recreational cannabis in 2016. All right. Um, I I know Colorado was before that. I, I think, think you're I just, right. I can just tell because that was only 2012. Yeah. Okay. Wow, they were way ahead. Yeah, they? they were. So Colorado was first. Yeah. First. First. You be first. And it really was difficult too, right? Because they had to make all these cash deposits and all this. Remember, it was a it, they had to figure out banking. Because oh yeah, they're they're still having troubles because yeah. FDIC banks can't and can't do it under federal of that, law. And on voting and that kind of shit, we were told not. It's been a little while now that the feds were working on legalizing weed. What happened to that? In fact, I talked to a friend of I'm ours sure who's it's kind of on the back burner to a lot of other things. I understand that, but but somebody I talked to today who probably voted Republican said, "Fuck, I would have voted Democrats all down the line if they legalized weed on the federal level this go around." Right. This Republican said this to me. And I went, really? And he said, yeah, I think I would have. So why didn't they? Why didn't they? You know, here's the thing about it. Is it going to happen if Republicans take over the House and Senate now? Probably not. Pro- possibly, probably not. I, to me, if they, if they did their strategy correctly, I still think whatever party decides to actually get, whatever party's right. in power, and then cannabis gets legalized at the federal level. But they're going to gain a lot of votes in the next election. But think about this. The Democrats had the Senate, the House, and the presidency that could have made the law and signed it and bang, be done. They could have been done they with it. Yeah, the they last two years, they could have done yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. They had control of everything. That's just like a simple law that, because so many people, 
eat gummies now for pain and oh yeah anything else headaches and stuff there's no hangover that have been a simple thing to do just very oh Joe's on his computer again is handheld I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if 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 Colorado was the first one oh, okay it's still not on the ballot in Texas Texas is still behind yeah land of freedom right yeah but we got a bunch of guns in Texas but we don't have like it makes more sense in Arizona because they view them as kind of libertarian and more freedom. Arizona legalized. I was kind of surprised, but it happened. You know, it freaking happened. Um, I, I actually wasn't I, at first. I I uh I, I was surprised, but then I started digging a little bit deeper into it. Arizona is very much a fuck you federal government state and has been since its inception. Just regardless. Yeah. No yeah. matter what the issue, like we we're talking about with like the. The Real ID Act, which the Real ID Act, the Congress passed know, like eight years ago, ten years ago, or something like that, to was trying to make a federal standard for uh, driver's licensing and for and well, state IDs, state issued IDs, uh, fall should fall under a federal guideline, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea with so, some wiggle room to the states. But like, it's good to have all fifty states, Puerto Rico, Washington D.C., all the you know all the territories and whatnot, all on the same page when it comes to what kind of ID, what kind of background check is required to get one and this and that and the other what kind of information and the whole idea well like one of the main reasons was to curb illegal immigration yes which arizona is one of those states that is very much like it's important to control and stem that and what the fuck and arizona's like nah fuck you federal government really you're not gonna so like our May 1st next year, our Arizona issued IDs, you won't be allowed to get on a plane. Even a domestic flight. Right, yeah. I saw, it I'm won't not, let you on. I'm they, to upgrade it's, mine. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, uh, it's not up to snuff. So I, I found that to be really funny. I actually realized that this morning. I was talking about it with some, some friends about uh, the Real ID Act and, and what we have to do, which it's not that hard. No. You have to establish. It's, it's, but it's to, more money, too. you got to pay more for it, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. You, go on, you can do it online, I believe. Do you have to go get a new picture? Uh, yes, I think you do. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, yeah, Arizona is very much a fuck you federal government. So when it comes to freedoms and things like that, they'll fu- they'll straight up tell the feds fuck you, and that's what they did with cannabis. And I kind of knew it was going to happen, right? Especially with, the, but we still have a lot of Mormons in the state, so there's we there's do that resistance. We do, but we have a whole lot more younger folks coming in that are just like that that knew that they know the drug war is fucking bullshit right it was just a, a a failed attempt to control something that you can't control there's just one so what's the deal isn't it so let's talk about texas for just a minute they're kind of a fuck you feds we can be our own country kind of state and, i think and they still have more uh they have but they have more churchy conservative types that that substance you know yeah. you can drink yourself to death and then jesus won't cry but you smoke a joint and jesus gets sad right like i think that's just one of the dumbest fucking things on earth i love it when because uh, they'll, they'll preach they'll say hey uh we pull oil out of pull oil out of the ground because God put it there. We cut trees down because God put them there for us. That's in the Bible. All da, the da, animals that eat all the all, animals. All the animals are all the animals and things on the earth. The minerals da, 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 are there serve for, us. For, to serve yeah. you. Yeah. Right. So if you believe that, why don't you just add one more plant and a couple more mushrooms? Nope. What the fuck? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. It makes zero sense. I wonder and if I, it's I've asked people to explain that to me and they can't. They just I wonder can't. If because alcohol has got a stronghold in Texas. Like it's okay. That's a fucking. I'd drug be willing to bet the fact that there are there are there's two Anheuser-Busch facilities there, and there's one gigantic Miller Coors facility there. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to bet that, that they, they dumped a, money a fuckload of money into Keep it. Keep these off the ballot kind of thing. Yep, yeah. yep, because they were doing it in this state. 
and it didn't seem to really slow down. I don't think alcohol sales. I don't think it did. I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm just now. I'm just making. Because you know what up. people like to do when they when they drink, smoke weed, smoke some more weed, <laughs> you know, and, and, and drink, order another drink. You know what? Hey, let's get another drink. Hey, like smoke some weed. Man, I got caught in mouth. You know what sounds good? Beer. Right. Yeah. That just they just go hand in hand through substances. They kind of do. You see people in movies a lot, like pass around a joint, drinking some beer and wine. You yeah. know, everybody's just they're doing the same thing at the same time, in general. So. So yeah, I well. I just thought it was stupid. And the pharmaceutical industry was like, no, we don't. They're the ones, the the, the two biggest, uh, uh, like, funding, like, the two biggest funding sources for the opposition to legalization of marijuana in, in all the states that have done it. The two biggest are the pharmaceutical industry and the, um, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, alcohol, uh, alcohol and beverage. And in our local so, area, Del Oro. <laughs> Yeah, right no out. shit. Sorry, I just thought I'd bring that up. Yeah, right. Don't we have any local bashes. Right. Ba- no, you think bashes did and yeah. Of course, they got bought out now by a California company. So yeah. maybe they would have shifted there. Speaking of, did you see uh, Kroger bought yes. uh, yeah. Albertsons? Yes. And people are complaining about that. They are? Yeah. Oh, man, I want to get more Kroger stuff. Oh, they're declaring uh, already a Ron DeSantis winner of Florida governorship right now, projecting. Really? Yeah. They, they, that's the first thing I've seen. He was going up against Scott, right? Yeah. Uh, defeat. No, Charlie Crist. Oh, sorry. Christ. Chris. Yeah. yeah, not Crist. Um, the, the scary looking one. Right. So now the question is going to be because they're going to say, well, he's going to, after a couple years or less than a couple years, he's going to start campaigning for president. I thought that was a brilliant thing during their debate. I thought that was pretty brilliant. And he's like, can you, he asked him just point blank, can you guarantee that you're staying in office for four and years? He just stood there silently. He didn't hey, say anything. Well, yeah, he. I'm like, your silence speaks fucking volumes. Right. Like, yeah, that's a that was a that was a great question. Uh, the governor of Alabama is going to be a Republican, which uh, that she's the incumbent Republican. That's not shocking. Yeah, and obviously, and and DeSantis was expected to win also. Yeah, that was not in question. So that's not really new news. Uh, well, here we have uh, Stacey Abrams is uh, still ahead of Brian Kemp in the Georgia governor race by 51 to 48 percent. Uh, that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. That's only 31% reporting. Anyway, that's our update for their voting. There's the update. Right. I kind of like It's I, funny I, you're updating people. This is not a live show. These it's people not. Are, all these results will be more finalized tomorrow when they right. hear it. Yeah, so yeah, this is really stupid to go through this, but yeah. it's voting day, so there you have it. But it's a big thing and that's right. something like as uh before we uh went uh or before we started recording, I had I was telling Paul that I had this uh uh, history, uh, I don't want to call him a professor because it wasn't the collegiate level, but he was he was a retired Ohio State um, professor who decided he didn't like being retired anymore and decided to take a job as a high school teacher. Right. Fucking lucky me because I had him for government class and it was fucking, he was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, he explained the concept of the fact that democracy, like widespread democracy didn't really exist until about maybe 75 to 100 years ago and, and really more so in the past like 50 years. Yes. Um, and so that we, in he, said that he would uh, anybody in his senior civics class he was going to take them if they were 18 he would take a would take a field trip walk over to the post office get a registration form get you registered and this and that and the other and like and really just pump that into us of how important it is and even if you don't follow politics just going and voting is something that not not everybody gets to do around the world no and and it, or it's a lot of places to get to vote but it doesn't, doesn't matter fucking matter like in <laughs> russia Right. Yeah. Or apparently or in China, Arizona, Georgia, or- Pennsylvania, and shit. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. <laughs> oh. So funny. Let's um, talk about Lotto a little bit. Yeah. Like, for the- yeah, because I got some good ideas on that. So I never, 
I don't buy lottery tickets. I don't buy lottery tickets either it's, because they're for the statistically challenged. It's However, so, it's so rare. But then it starts to get up like close to a billion, and then I started paying attention. I think because it's worth it if it's a billion, but if it's seven hundred million, uh, fuck it. <laughs> I'm only gonna walk away with two hundred fifty million after that seven hundred million. Anyway, so I'm but not gonna you buy get to any. a billion. Yeah, right. it's a little bit. No, different. I'll, I'll spend. So I've been doing every draw here for the last. And by the way, California, if you haven't known already, everybody has won it. The yeah, whole one, kit, one whole guy, kit, won one dude, one dude went over two two billion. Anyway, wow. again, after taxes, it won't be. It'll be half that or less. Yeah. Anyhow, if he does the payout right now, as opposed to over the next 20 years, yeah. paying out every month or every year, however that works. Anyway, um, so uh, every drawing, every which is every two or three days, I've been buying 20 bucks worth of lotto tickets. And um, I've only gotten like $8 back out of my 20, 40, 60, 80 bucks. My other friend, Paul, that lives yeah. in... in uh, um Gainesville, right? Which is which hilarious. Is, that's all funny, right hilarious. there. And you guys, he moved to Georgia the same year you moved out of Georgia. You guys both named Paul. Yeah, I'm friends with you guys both. And he lives in Gainesville, that's, which is hilarious. Right. And he used to live in Marietta or just outside of Marietta, that's but even he, funny he moved to be closer to his job. Yeah. So anyhow, he won twenty one bucks. Wow. <laughs> he was, he was okay. happy. Yeah. He's like, you know, I've, he's like, I'm still up on top. I'm like, really? And he goes, Yeah, I only. Played the minimum. So yeah. anyway, um, so the question so came the question up this is, morning. This morning, my guy, because they weren't buying tickets, I'm going, guys, I've never done this, but I said, fuck it. And they said, well, what would you do? So, well, first and foremost, I have to ask before you say what you would do with the money. Yeah, would you take the annuity or the lump sum? That's still, I have to think about that a little bit too. See, I I read, I actually read a little financial kind of write up on an article about what to do. When and if you were like if you were to win a very large sum of money, basically a million or more, right? Is that once you get to like the Powerball gets up to that amount, it's it's smarter to take the lump sum okay. and then have a financial advisor take care of it. If you have a decent one that you trust and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, sure. And you would split it out. There, there, there are actually formulas for that. There are algorithms like depending on what your age is. Okay, a certain percent should be in T bills or T bonds. Correct. Which is fucking rock solid state, safe. And then some should be in this where it's pretty steady. But and then the older you get, the less risky your stock should be. Correct. Because it doesn't have time to straighten itself out once it starts being so volatile. So there, are, yeah, there's, there's. You can just lay it out. It's not that you don't even need an advisor, Joe. I think you could really find so, all the information you need to online and just do that investing. Right. You can put all that money. That's hilarious. You'd open up an account with TD Ameritrade and you'd deposit, or you'd tell, like, de- a, like deposit a billion dollars. Right. Like nine seven seven hundred and fifty million. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, they would just freak the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, I won a Powerball. <laughs> So the first thing I would I had to think about it for a minute. It, it, See, because I'm 41 and I got plenty of years, I would take the I was thinking I would take the annuity until I read that, uh, and read a, read that financial write up. And like, if it gets over, if it's if it's like approaching a billion dollars, the lump sum is the better way to go. There are actually financial companies too that will, if you win lottery and you take an annuity, that will approach you later and say, "Hey, we will buy your annuity," and they'll they'll give you more than what. Because now they want to take that money and they want to invest it on, on their own. Oh, money. I didn't know you could do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. they will. They, you will be approached. Hey, we can just buy this out, give you a bigger check than you were gonna get. Right. And then we'll we do our own thing. I feel like that's can... where people get into trouble, though. 
They can. It, yeah. is that, and that's because you've heard of people winning millions and millions of dollars and being destitute within a couple of years because everybody and their brother comes out of the woodwork saying that you owe them something. Okay, or this pause. Or I'm sorry, everybody. This is Cobb you, County returns for the government. Cobb County is where government. Paul used to live. Used to live. Yeah, this is a very white county. has been normally. Um, but anyway, Raphael Warnock is uh, leading 60% to 38% Shit. in Cobb County. So is Abrams for governor. She's Democrat over. Wow. Now, this is only I, it's, the percentage is not. I don't know how much has come in. I, I don't know. Two percent. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, see, that's nothing. It's directly above. Two percent. Directly above above the blue in the red. It says Cobb. Comma. Right. Oh, no, it's seven point two. Seven point two percent. That's a small Live election results on a podcast that isn't it's live. a day, is a day a old. This is, is great. Idea. This is the greatest thing ever. Sorry. I'm calling it now. We're all having to. We're all having to suffer through all this. Anyway. Okay, so um, so, I, so there are ways around that. So the, t- the topic was, what would you do, Paul? They were kind of asking if I would just leave. And they, I, I guarantee they were wondering what I would do and just leave everybody in the cold out here. Kind of thing. I said, well, the first thing I'd probably do is try to figure out how to kind of stay anonymous. Yes. You know, because that's going to be a not problem. not fucking tell a soul. It, it, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody until after, I, after right. the money has been transferred to an account that I know that the money is real that it's re- that it's actual thing I wouldn't say a goddamn word to anybody except I would I would call the state I'd have a real hard time like not telling you for example Joe guess what I just won the fucking lotto Oh we what? won I would say we won the lotto that's what I <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I would say oh, we won the lotto cool. um, it, so that's the first thing and then the second thing I finally figured it out it's not going to be that much money either but it's going to be this is important to me I'm going to buy into NetJets or whatever so I can have a several hundred thousand dollars on account so I can just order a fucking jet. Yep. Whatever size I need to take my friend somewhere. Everything paid for. Let's do it several times a year. Just have that. That'll be on my phone. There it is. The app is on my phone. Boom. Order up a jet. And it'll be within an hour or two. You know, you have the right. Because I don't think that these people knew exactly how that worked. And I said, yeah, they well, what if you needed just to schedule out like like a next two weeks from now? I said, oh, absolutely. You, you do that just like you, you do with Uber. S- you schedule it out. Yeah. You're going to need any of this side. They ask you. They have, they have a fucking menu of airplanes. Yep. With a picture of it. Oh, my God. Which are like this, 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 this. And I said, even if it were like 10 people, I'd still want a 20-seat airplane with bigger seats full of booze and food and all that. Why is Leo calling me? I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Call, no, I'm not gonna. Naga, answer. Naga, naga, not gonna naga. answer the phone. This is a kind of a customer, but not really. Anyway, um, so that that's early on. That I would just do that so that I could, as an example, I'm flying tomorrow on uh, doesn't ever leave the airport at Delta Airlines. Delta <laughs> doesn't ever leave the airport, um, and my sister is too, and she lives in Dallas. And we're gonna go visit my stepmother for a few days and take care of some family business and stuff. So. Um, that would be the way. I, fuck that. If I had that money, and I would say, all right, Jeanette, we're going to fly at this airport, the smaller airport, and we're going to pick you up, and we're going to fly in our own little jet yeah. to, out to you know, this airport, which is literally three miles away from where Alice lives, as opposed to 15 miles or 23, all the Atlanta traffic. That's what you would do. And people that have, and I think Bill Maher brought this up, actually, too. He said, look, if you had the money, doesn't matter how liberal you are, if you really had the money and they had the option to fly on a private airplane or buy tickets and go park and go to the airport and all that shit, you take the private airplane. Goes, 100%. Most of the vast, 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 vast majority of everybody would do that. doesn't matter if you're a tree hugger or not. Yeah. That, that's where we are. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. Everybody would travel more. I get all that stuff. So to me, that's almost doesn't count because I think that almost everybody would do that. 
course, any debts you ha- that's an easy answer too, right? If you have any home debts, car debts, any other kind, you just fucking pay them off, and probably you pay off some debts of your family that are you're close to. That's kind of a normal to me. That's are kind of normal answers. But now you've got you've you've done all that stuff, right? So then, what do you? And to me, again, would be a private jet access to a private jet. I went. You wouldn't want to own yours. No, not the way the world is now. With nope, it's too easy to get one. Yeah, there's no reason to have your own mechanical troubled jet because it's if you had a jet, which sounds awesome, right? It could have an issue. It could have a starter problem. It, they have starters or a fuel pump problem or something. Now the airplane's dead. It's going to sit for a while. Yeah. But if you ordered one from, if that airplane doesn't work, they get you another one. And that right there is the whole justification for why I probably won't own a house the rest of my life unless I build it myself because it's, it's they, the houses can nickel and dime the fuck out of you. If you have a good. Same thing. Like, why would good, I do I'll just pass that responsibility on to somebody else. Okay, but here's what you need to do, and this would cost a little bit of money, but that's fine. You, you rent a pretty nicely kept up, like a nice house. I'm not saying monster, but whatever. It's small and nice for you. It's well taken care of. Alice uh, has a, she knows her landlord. He was, he was a Delta flight attendant also. They own like, he owns like 20 properties in that area of Atlanta. Extremely, he takes, he has a proper maintenance guy. He takes care of everything. Everything. If something goes wrong, they don't, she doesn't have a broken appliance or anything. The lawn is maintained, you know, all this stuff. Unlike a lot of property owners we have all dealt with in this town, for example. Right. Are terrible. Roof leaks, they don't give a fuck. They really, most of them don't. They'll just put you off and put you off. So you'd have to need – that would be a thing to do is to have the kind of house you kind of wanted, you know, pretty close, let's say, but make sure it's property managed properly. Yeah. You know, that would be important. Well, anyway. I can tell you what – first and foremost, I I would probably take the lump sum however. Okay. However I can, uh, whether it's through somebody buying out the annuity or if – you know, whatever. However it is. Um, Okay. The money gets dropped into a bank account. First and foremost, I'm not fucking telling a soul. No, I won't even tell my kid. So you're going to drop a billion dollars into a local bank? No, nope, go ahead. No, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, te- te- totally going to put it in a U.S. bank. No. Yeah. <laughs> and take it out $1 at a time for the next 8,000 years. Uh, no, I would not tell anyone. Actually, honestly, I would, I would ask you who your financial advisor is. And then go from there. And I, I do have a guy. I got a guy. You got a guy. He's not even really an advisor. He just manages this stuff. That's right. what he does. Or or either you or or, or Jeremy Foss. Because between would, the two of you guys, you would know someone. I'm not saying I would use your people, but they know people that yeah, can Jer- handle billions of dollars. Jeremy would know. And he would probably still come with the same or similar. I bet you would have a similar answer, too. Because certain age brackets, you do certain shit. Right. You know, but what you do want to have fun with, if you really have a cool kind of interesting company or a thing that you want to just – Piss some money away if they fail. Let's say it's a, I don't know, it's a, 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 God damn it, like a Coinbase or something like that. Yeah. Whatever you want, to just you know what I believe in that in that crypto that one company. Fuck, put a hundred thousand dollars in there and right. and let it rip. And that's because if you lose it, who gets? It's really shit? not that big of a deal. Right, but it could hit big, and you could be, you could really start stacking up money. Yeah. Or okay, then but all the rest of it would be do some things for yourself too. You need to do. You need, to, you need to do something for yourself. Absolutely, I it would and it would have to do with uh, I and you were talking about having like an apartment or I would have like a home. I would have my home base would be in Hawaii. I would buy I would okay. buy a a small property. It, it would be a like a couple acres and have a nice home built that is. So you're gonna build a home, not buy one. Maybe build, buy one I, on the I, property, I, then I, build next to it, then get rid of the shitty home. Potentially or something. something like that. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. And I know right where I would do it too. Hundred percent. Okay. Don't tell me. So right. So I would do that, and then at that point. Um, 
But I would also have, I would keep like a, a condo here mm-hmm. in Kingman. Mm-hmm. I would keep a, a condo uh, somewhere near where my mom and stepdad live in Ohio, either in Troy or just outside of town, something like that. Something that minimal, under $1,000 a month, whatever, and just pay for it in advance. It's furnished. I have some clothes there, things like that. So, And then I would do the net jet thing like you were talking about. I was going to ask you that. Would you it, I, would you just I, do first class? like not right, Or would you just say, fuck that, I'm going to do No, I would do, I would do net jet because if my mom calls me and says, I'm not feeling good, that I want to be three and a half hours, I can be there. Right. Three and a half hours, I can be there. Right. And I want to be able to do that. And I would get picked up here in Kingman because I'm a fucking lazy motherfucker. Oh, shit. I've yeah, had to drive. Difference. To, I've had to drive to, re- to Vegas for no, to and from Vegas for literally no reason other than to get on a plane. And I want to drive 10 minutes across town. So the, cool, the coolest thing I ever did, I only did it once. I was going to do it twice, but the goddamn flight was canceled. Was I flew um, from here to Bullhead City in my airplane there because they had an American... Oh, that's, that's right. They had an American... They had a short... For a little while, two flights between here and Phoenix. And I went back east to work on a Cirrus or... I don't know what... I can't remember what it was. But I was... Well, I could fly there, park it there, have it fueled up and have it tied down and then land... It was, here's what the cool thing was. So I landed back. You know, it was still during daylight hours. Landed back and we're rolling down the runway, not you know, taxiing back yet. And I'm on the correct hand side of the airplane. I can look over and see my airplane parked. It's just waiting for me. It's so strange. So then you get off there and it's just a short walk. It's not a big airport. The terminal areas are right next to each other. So I just kind of do, 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 walked over there and paid for my fuel, got in my airplane, flew back, pulled in with my garage door opener and pulled in here. And there was my truck and I got in my truck and. Le- I'm telling you, this is how the one percent live, that, people. No, and I'm not near. No, 1%. that's that's the top ten percent. The one percenters would be like, I think I'm gonna go. You know what I really want to do is I I really just want to go to Ohio and see my mom for dinner, and then I would just actually like, what they would do is go. Lake Cuomo is having this really cool festival. <laughs> yeah, I'm not uh, going to in Italy. The lake they're the, having the, the lake district in Italy. <laughs> I, I, or I'm like, hey mom, what are you doing for the next three days? <laughs> oh, nothing, honey. Just doing this. I was gonna make some. This and stuff, manicotti for someone's birthday. Nah, fuck that. We're going to Lake Como. Oh, where's that? Is that somewhere in near Tennessee? No, no, mom. Right. It's actually in Italy. We're gonna go hang out with George Clooney. <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, sweetie, I'll see you in a few hours." And then just straight up, just go pick my mom up in a fucking net jet. Right. That's exactly what I would do. But I would also there would be things set aside. There would be money. I don't know how much, but I would put some away for for the kid sure. so that she's never has to worry about anything. She can work. As a nurse, because that's her passion, not because she has to pay bills. Right. To ease that burden. Take care of any of my family's debts, my brother's student loans, if they still have or maybe, them. Or maybe like Portia that. would say, wow, if I don't have to worry about money right now, I really want to get this kind of a degree. Yes. I don't know if she liked school or if she would do something else in school. And do school has been very frustrating for her, but I think it's because she has to work. I think it would right. be less, and I've told her that before. I said, I think this would be less stressful if you didn't have to squeeze in a job in between finals and other tests and quizzes and homework and shit like that right so um yeah there and it would depend on what where i'm at in my life if i'm still single there would be a ridiculous amount of travel because i'm the one making the decision i can just go "Eh, i'm not because i'm not going to work anymore you don't have to you don't have to figure it out and come to a consensus you can just go wherever you want to go i and i've thought about this before and i thought about this in the past few weeks just buying a handful of powerball tickets I would 100% start up a nonprofit in Kingman that is based around building, funding and building uh, low-income housing that's not sh- a shithole. It desperately needs and it. And I would upset the fucking it. market in this town. 
I would. I want to give. Not back. a bad idea. I, I, would, I, would, I would. I would invest with that too. Thank or whatever. you. Yeah, I, that's a very good idea. Um, but also uh, a. Uh, I would put in. I would have a, a proper homeless shelter as well. But I would also hire. Uh, various people that can help these help like mental health professionals because that's also lacking in this town, and um, you know, m- mental health counselors. But I would also hire at least half my staff would be veterans so they can help other veterans because and, that's and the majority of people that are uh that are homeless. Yes. and by the way, fucking veterans. Once that got going, you could pro- you probably wouldn't be a money pit for you. It would probably because no. you could get grants. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, once you got it going, you could get. But it's, someone it's else having could. the capital to start that yeah. up, and then you can get the money flowing by hiring a, a like a stellar grant writer. Yep. So. That would be what I would do because I, what I want to do is give back to the town that I've taken so much from. You know, I've, I've been here in two weeks. It will be a quarter century. I've been here 25 years. And I don't take that lightly as much as I want to leave this town because I've, I, I, for lots of reasons, I still want to leave behind some sort of good mark on the town. Right. And I think that would be one of the best ways to do it because that's the two biggest problems in this town is how expensive housing is. And then people being homeless, and they're tied together. No, they're they're big. Yeah. Um. So that's uh that would be I would do that, and I I have thought about this too. Uh, I would attempt. I would probably purchase Blackbridge Brewery and then dump money into it and make it a fucking national brand. There you go. Yeah, hundred percent. Offsite um, brewing this and that and the other, and then I would it would just be like a little hobby for me. It's like oh. Dropkick Murphys only asks sixteen thousand dollars to. They'll fly anywhere in the world for sixteen thousand bucks, and, you say, and cool. hotel rooms. And yeah. I would have them play at Blackbridge like once every month. That'd be cool. And probably <laughs> you know, something like maybe that. another band or two that, that you know wasn't super expensive. That's right. really good. Oh yeah, absolutely. That come in. That or really or just or bands ever, like once a year. Like oh, what's the? It would be like a. It ha- you'd have to bring in either like four cans of food or five dollars goes in the donation bucket to my nonprofit, <laughs> and then uh, be you like but, when when Spicoli but, hired uh, who did he hire at the end of uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? He won um, or he was sued. So, what the fuck did he? Did I he, can't remember. He got I'm a reward for for some. What the? How did he get his money? Yeah, I don't remember. It was, he a, van, a, was a van. Was a Van Halen that he hired? Yeah, he hired Van Halen to play the prom or not prom something. Some, his birthday party. It was a birthday party. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So I like once a year I've and I've always wanted to do this if I just came into a shit pot full of money is that I would host a concert very small venue and it would be in Kingman and you you have to fund you know the the donation is not to pay the band I'm paying the band right right but like taken care of every month we'd have somebody who's like mid level and then like once a year you wouldn't know who they are. Right. You just show up with your canned food or your money, one or the other, or some other kind of donation, right. and then walk out onto the back patio, and all of a sudden you're like, holy fuck, the goddamn Black Keys are playing. Or, oh, shit, the Chili Peppers are playing at Black Ridge Brewery today, this Friday. Like, right. that, just something like that. That's, and give Mike Hibman front row uh, seats. Oh, absolutely. He'll be like, <laughs> this bitch sucks. Like, uh, <laughs> I would... I would I would give Mike a bunch of money just to say that at a Chili Peppers concert right. to the Chili Peppers, just to see their reaction... <laughs> I think it would be funny. So, um, yeah, that's I, so, a lot the of th- my money would be spent doing things that entertain me but somehow also help other and people. And you'd have a pile of money. So, the, But for yourself, it would be for to a piece of property, build a home in, or a house in Hawaii. That would be the, the, big, I would also the hire big initial a, thing. I would hire a live-in personal trainer for one year. That's a good idea. To too. get me into fantastic fucking shape, teach right. me how to eat. To, like a personal trainer is also a dietitian. So what it, here's, here's the m- level of money it needs to be. That person kind of almost needs to live with you. Yep. And follow you around, like, and you probably buy a nicer. Vehicle. It would probably be yeah, like but, Tim Ferriss or something like that. It would be somebody <laughs> who I know 
is tried and true. And, and he tested. could make money out of it too because he could be, be podcasting the whole I could time. Be, I could be podcasting and he could also right. be writing a book. And then we would use them on this podcast to lever this podcast. Right. That's <laughs> another thing I would do. I wouldn't stop doing the podcast. Right. I don't think I want to stop doing that either. But it, it, they asked me about the business here. My employees did. And I went, I, I still like working. I, I wouldn't want to do certain repairs. I'll, I'll do our own projects, our own really interesting rebuilds, and sell those to have it be making money. Yeah. But I said, I'd, I'd put the gauntlet down for sure in the airport. I would say, all right, I've got a, I got a pile of money. When's this going to be fixed? Because you, you, I need an answer in a, con- yeah. in a contract in six months to know what's going on. Because if not, because then I decided how much money is it? What's well, a fucking pile of money? I'd build my own airport. Yep. And I don't mean a huge, it'd be but a beautiful runway. Nicely lit at night for any kind of good, you know, net jets that could fly in and out of there. You wanted to, in my own technological composite, you yeah. know, repair in other industries kind of thing, you know, that kind of thing. But it would be at the most 10 miles away from here. Yeah. Or something like that. But I still like this area regardless. They're still not dragging their feet, but it's just taking fucking forever. Our situation is better. I'm not getting off on that topic. But you yeah, know what I'm but saying? It, but yeah. I, need to, I, need to, I need a better place. Yep. I love my hangar. But I want a bigger hangar too for some other stuff. But I'm not going to expand here unless I know it's going to be, and it's got to be within a, a year or two, or I'm done. I'd also if I have the money. I'd also get my pilot's license. There you go, hundred uh, percent. Um, another thing that I would do for this town that I feel like is really necessary. It's a, it's just something. It's a real passion of mine, and I think it would greatly improve people's lives in this town, especially after midnight. Is I would put in a fucking Waffle House. There you go, improve. <laughs> That's the tagline. <laughs> Improve people's lives. Waffle House. Waffle House. <laughs> That's the shirt. Wear that shirt. Improving people's lives. I, one waffle. No, one scattered, smothered, and covered at a time. <laughs> scattered, smothered, and covered. Yeah. That reminds me. Last night I was sent a, a link to a music video. Sean Hicks, he sent me, and uh, you never know what he's going to send me if it's video. He, but we were talking about uh, how... Because he lived in Texas and in Oklahoma for so long, he like really grew to love uh, like Southern rap, like Texas rap, right? Because it's it, the Texas hip hop is like really slow and like it's it, it's 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 cruising music. It's fucking I right. love that stuff too. Right. So he goes here. You know who Cowboy Troy is? And I was like, yes. Do you remember Cowboy Troy? It's probably fifteen years ago. He had a couple hits on country and I, country music. I think that I he do. was a black guy. He also kind of rapped. It was like rap country. Sure. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. He goes, check this out. And it's Vanilla Ice featuring uh, Cowboy Troy. Wow. And Vanilla Ice, and he's like. That kind of makes just, sense. Well, the cool thing is, is Vanilla Ice is making fun of himself because he's got somebody dressed up in a Ninja Turtle costume, like <laughs> dancing in the background <laughs> in a few scenes. But the be- the reason why I bring this up after the Waffle House, I saw one of the coolest fucking most redneck hillbilly shirt that I have to have. And it's a Waffle House shirt on Realtree camo. It's a real tree camo right. shirt with the Waffle House print on it, and I come to find out they make it. Oh, you can buy it on Waffle House's website, and you can buy it on Realtree's website. So Sean's like, I've looked everywhere, I've never seen it before. I'm like, dude, did you just go to their website? He goes, wait, they sell it. This is not like a knockoff. I'm like, no, dude, it's actually sold on these two different websites. So he ordered uh, long sleeve and short sleeve, but in the video, Vanilla Ice had taken the sleeves off of his, so he was wearing a <laughs> sleeveless Waffle House shirt, Waffle House branded Real Tree shirt. Anyway, wow. wow. Back to the topic at hand. Yes, I, I, I have thought about what would happen if I came into a pile of money. Um, we also need a. Uh, you could buy a frame. Or make them have one here. The uh, fuck, 
not Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Yeah, uh, I would probably, I would, I would say, f- I might get a Trader Joe's. I think that would make a lot of people happy. But or we could do our own thing, right? Because we talked about having a consortium here. We said let's just now let's make our own. You know, we talked about having a co-op. A, yeah, a co-op. So let's do a proper, nice, big co-op. I, I might would do something like that, and I might yeah. be able to tag it under the the that nonprofit. Right, and it, and Which you could a, absolutely. Uh, and then another thing, I would try and figure. Out, I don't know how you can do it because I don't think you can, but I would figure out a way to make uh, Kingman schools the best goddamn schools in the entire state. I don't know how to do that because I know you can't. I can't just go. Yeah, I'm going to donate money to this school district. You can't. It just doesn't do work. That. You, it doesn't. It doesn't work. You that can way. probably. I think you can do. Obviously, universities do this. Do this, but I don't know how. You just got to be a way to figure it out, right? Say, I've got a pile of money. I want to have a wonderful, nice new schools here. And, and be able to hire teachers. I'm going to donate money, and you can call it the the Joe Fellers or the Fellers uh, uh, second-tier level. I what the yeah. fuck it is. I think you, you can probably figure out a way to do that. Yeah. I think. I don't know. if I, yeah, Or, I, pro, or I, pick a private school. Fuck it. Make a huge private school here, but have it be cheap. And make it like a dollar a semester or something right, like or that. Or something yeah. like that, and you could probably still get grants to oh, get yeah. it going eventually and that kind of thing. So, oh, now Kemp is ahead. Yeah, see, I, I could I, – we could wax poetic about it all day long, but I've actually right. have given this a lot of thought just in, just in the off chance because I, I read an article probably 15 years ago about a guy who won – I mean, it was like – it was a good substantial sum of money, and it was probably $30, 40000000 million, and he was dead-ass broke Yeah, within, I think, four years so, because he just mismanagement because he, did, he never thought he would ever have that kind of money. It would be nice to uh, actually read about those stories, like exactly what happened. Like, and then he did this, and then he bought. Yeah, uh, which he, is that's what it was. Like he did this, then and he, he bought did this, and twenty that. bass yeah. boats for him and nineteen of his friends. Right, and then they all went bass fishing. And now I would do fun shit like that though too. Like right. I would definitely have. I would. I would. I wouldn't have a boat. I would rent. I would rent a boat on, let's say, Lake Mojave, and invite people to come and party and things like that. But it wouldn't be every weekend. It'd be like maybe maybe once a month throughout the summer or something right. like that. Um, and. But I also would reserve, and I know you're going to love this, I would reserve a certain amount for fuck you money. Yeah, to be able to I, say, they're, they're, I think what I would, if I were to see in this town, I would, I would start my own newspaper and really just have it, yeah. have it, a prop, actual news, but actual debate and common commentary and yep. on things that really mattered and have real fucking. And ask a lot of tough questions of people yeah. in this town who have never had any sort of accountability whatsoever, multi-generational yeah. lack of accountability. And I, I. And it would be kind of fun to do. Now, what would be even what even better is that uh, I would very much do the same thing, but for a couple of people in uh, in Ohio that just fucking deserve it. Just people right. from my past that, like we were having this discussion a few weeks ago, it was myself and, and two other people at Blackbridge. Uh, it, it was you know the, the it was it was two people that you know. And we were just sitting there before we opened, and she asked a question. Do you think if you had to kill somebody, you could? And I'm like, I, there's, there's, I have a, a very short list of people that I would, 100%. If I oh, get, I, give I, me the I, opportunity, where she's like, if you could get away with it, yeah. would you do it? I'm like, and, absolutely. And, and, and it was truly almost justifiable by anybody's standards, in a way. Yeah. By your own personal, it has to be your own personal standards, but it's like, that person did this, yeah. you know, and it, no one knows about it, and they need to be eliminated. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that the, that I know for a fact that the world would be a better place. Right. There's one guy I grew up with in Ohio. I won't say his name, but some people have they, they if they hear me say this, uh, they know exactly what I'm talking about. He did nothing but bully me from sixth grade to eleventh grade every fucking chance he got. And a lot of those people get torture their, him for 
years? Um, no, no, no. And well, and honestly, and so people go, well, you can't just murder somebody because they're. I'm like, you know, you can. And right. Or like, what about their mother? Like, and then I'm like, his mom died like five years ago. Dad was never in the picture. Doesn't have he did he. Uh, has ne- as far as I know, has never married. Doesn't have any kids, and he's continued to be a shitbag. Right. I ran into him at a bar in Troy last year, and he. Uh, I was sitting at the bar, and he walked in. I'm like, oh fuck! I hope he doesn't recognize me. And of course he did. And he's like, he literally walked up and go, "What's up? Tons of fun," which is something he used to call me in junior high. Wow. And I was like, "How's it going? I can see you're still a fucking asshole." And he's like, what's your problem? Like, my problem is we've never been friends and you just greeted me. And we're both 40 years old. And you greeted me as tons of fun. Mm-hmm. You've never grown up. You've never matured. You've never done anything. You know, the problem with someone that's a mental midget like that, he probably thinks it's actually funny. Um, you know yeah. what I mean? That he thinks yeah. that's actual comedy yeah. fucking stuff. Yeah. Um, and he, it's not, of course. He so. was a total dick. And I just went back to him and he's like, He's like, so you still live in Arizona? I was like, dude, this is not a conversation we're having. I don't give a fuck about you, and you sure shit don't really give a fuck about me. I I urge you to either leave or leave my fucking presence. And he was like, well, I guess you're still a fucking asshole. Da, da, da. Like, was real loud about it. And that's when uh, one of my friends I was with, who is known notorious for getting picked on, is now kind of a local MMA guy. Oh, God. Was yeah. like, He's like, hey. I'll let him beat the shit out of you, but I'll fucking murder you. Get out. And he left. He just turned around. Well, he goes, oh, his he eyes got real big, and he, he fucking left. The, he left. Yeah. Good. And then the bartender came over. Not, not uh, This guy walking in has no idea that I'm friends with the guy who owns it, the whole family yeah. of the people that own that bar. And the bartender walks over, and she's like, oh, well, that's cool. Thanks for getting him to leave before he could get drunk and hit on me for the 80th time. And I was like, yeah, that, guy, <laughs> that guy's been a bully Sounds like for it. fucking ever. Yeah. And. I don't know that I could actually murder him, but I would definitely put him through a great deal of pain. Okay. Or or I would systematically do something to just make his life so, so fucking this, horrible. So this is part of your fuck you money that you would, yes. you would spend. Yep. Okay, I forgot one thing I would do also, which kind of almost goes without saying. That's why I didn't say it. Would, I would... I would make this museum happen. You know the air, oh, absolutely, the, the history yeah. museum thing. Yeah, and, make and it I would, I would class. interview people who, if they came to me and asked me for money, I would interview them and see what kind of, right. what kind of a pitch, like just a pitch, just like any other investor right. would do. And, and you have to give yourself limits too. It's like, okay, I, I know you. That's what you really need. You have to kind of budget it out. You say, okay, I've got this much money. These investments are going to probably yield me this much average percent over the next number of years, so I can. I, I, this is what it takes me to have fun, personally to have fun. Yeah. And I'm going to do this, and there's going to be a chunk of money here, whatever percent it is, to do what you're talking about. And yep. you got to limit it. you got to say it's going to be, I don't know, $5 million a year. Or I, I have no idea what the number is. Did you're going to interview people with about that right. piece of yep. money, and that's it for that year. You know, that's what happens with, you know, nonprofits or places that, that are, have uh, funds or trusts and that kind of stuff. They And boards, you know, they have... A budget every year. They figure out the beginning on January. On a budget, this year is going to be fifteen million dollars, and that's it. You know, they know they had a billion dollars in the bank, but that's what we're going to spend this year, and we're going to talk in applicants and people, and that's it. And we're done with it. And that's, I think, it's how people get in trouble is they don't, they don't put any curbs or limits. Right. You got to. It's so hard to do. Be generous, but you can also be shrewd with your money as well. Yeah, if you have a pile of money, it's sometimes hard to just, oh, I got plenty of that. I'll just make this the exception, and then those probably turn into more exceptions and more exceptions, and then 10 years later, you're the broke guy that 
Right, had all the money in, and everybody thought you'd be set. And, and all that not. money went right back into the whole. So right. uh, the other thing, uh, too, that I would do is uh, with my fuck you money is hire, just figure out who the, the absolute best private investigators out there are, just a team of them, mm-hmm. to investigate a hand, handful of people and see what kind of dirt I can dig up on them. Oh, I'd, and then I'd I can just kind of I would love to do that. Present yeah. it to them and just like anonymously and go, stop doing this thing that I don't like and right. you know is fucking wrong and is corrupt. Right. Because now I've got I've got the fucking details. I've got what's going on. It cease it immediately. Yeah, and there's and, a, and if they don't, then fucking shit gets public. And and probably gets nasty. Some, probably some in your hometown. There's a few in this town that I would love to definitely not stop messing with. That it wouldn't cost me that much time either. Like in other words, I would just have it taken care of. Yeah, it was somehow. It's very much a lot of my revenge fantasy shit is like not. It's not me doing it. It's right. me just uh, uh, facilitating their own demise, just speeding it up. Right. And uh, just straight up from the Count of Monte Cristo. Like, which, it's the same It's the same thing. Which is all negative energy. We're not supposed to do these things, well, but... but... Okay, but... Yeah. Uh, it's like talking about your problems is, is a lot of negative energy, but talking about them is one way to get, get that out, out of you, right? True. So getting rid of the negative energy that's already taking up space in the back of my head by eliminating those people... <laughs> It's a it's a net positive. It's a net positive, Paul. Right, I get it. I mean, you're the numbers guy. <laughs> let me just let me it just run the algorithm. Excel fucking spreadsheet. Build an algorithm and just fucking let it run and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it says here you need to kill 2.7 people this year, according to this algorithm. Oh no, I'm not talking about kill. I'm talking about not, oh god. Uh, when I said eliminate, <laughs> I didn't mean to eliminate that many. I'm not going on a fucking murder spree. Oh, it's but not, I mean eliminate. What, what's that I, movie? Uh, what? I'm not talking about eliminate, kill them. I'm talking about eliminate their no, no them the movie being where you get it's a, it's like the one day of the year. The purge. I didn't. I never saw that movie. I should. Yes, you did. I did. You saw it as a date with Carol. Oh, that's right. Wow. Oh my God, I forgot. That's that. fucked up. I oh, hope Carol, Carol hears the podcast. This, yeah, so she doesn't. Yeah. I do. Well, the reason I remember that is oh, there's I, a second one, right? There was there's like six of them. Oh, okay. they didn't stop making them. Yeah, no. The reason I remember that you and Carol went uh, on a date to see that mm-hmm. is because me and my ex went on a date to see the first that's Purge right. movie as now well. I remember. That was now like our back. first like actual date date. So I guess because they made six of them, they sh- they have proven or shown that. More people need to be purged. Yeah, it's, that's what they're. That's where they're at. Kind of true. Got to keep flushing that toilet. Just, this is a six flusher. It's, yeah. it's just got to get rid of this. Oh my god. We take oh, a break? I, I, oh wait. One last thing. Yeah. I would buy all the farms north of Kingman, and do what with them? Just buy them. Just buy them. Shut them down. Well, I was gonna say you could. Do, I, I didn't want you to. Yeah, I knew you were pumping more, pumping more water. You know, and that's what the topic came up to. We can. We're gonna hit on this after the break. But that's okay. what this person said. Is it wasn't like if you had all the money, but if you knew the water was gonna go away in this town. What would you do with your like? If it was going to be sooner than what they're predicting, right? What would you do about your business? What would you? So I don't know. I'd want to stay in the southwest. Then we decided, well, yeah, but the whole southwest has a water problem. Let's right. just say it continues. I figure out a way to solve it. And say, would you go back to eat the East Coast? I went. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go back to Atlanta. No. I would be largely mobile most of the time well, until you, a, you would. Yeah, yeah, I would be. Yeah, I would be largely mobile most of the time. But having a home base in Hawaii and then a, a smaller bases like here, Ohio. I would say by that time, like for my business to operate, it would be gone by then. I would, I would treat, yeah. my, treat my employees well. So here's enough money for you to figure your shit out. And I'm sorry, but I'm checking out. You know, and and you can do whatever you're doing. But here's here's enough money to be enough time. You know, to where you don't have to worry about it a whole lot. Right. That, it's important to me to make sure that happens. I just I just would not shut these doors down and go. Oh, I guess we're done. Sorry, you guys, guys. Have a good time. Give each of your employees a couple million bucks and be done with it. Something like that. Say, we're, that's it. You know, have a good time.
Okay, let's, let's take so a taking break. a break, and we'll get a little more serious. We've got a couple more serious topics, but we'll still have a little fun. We'll be back. We are back from bake. We break. And we're bake. Break. We're watching you. By this time, you guys know what might happen in the election, but we don't know yet. We, yeah, it, they're starting to, as the polls close every hour, they're starting to like, dump like all this data, and it's like... Remember it, Trump kept saying all the dumps, these big late-night dumps. Remember yeah, he kept, he saying, kept saying late-night dump. And for I'm just for the like, vote dumps. <laughs> and I'm just cracking up. I'm like, just keep saying dump, like late-night dump. <laughs> I'm a sucker for fucking dick farting shit jokes, always. I mean, always sometimes the late-night dumps are the best dumps. If you're going to have a The dump. middle of the night, like, oh. Like I could just—I would feel a lot better. I, I have better dreams. I just sleep. Dump right oh now. yeah, like and one of my dreams is that I take a big dump. So, <laughs> god damn it. Anyway, or like you wake up and you think, I really have to go to the bathroom. God, did I just take a dump in my bed? Which I've never done. I can remember the only time I ever remember like pissing the bed when right. I was a kid. I was probably like five or six. 
Right. Because my mom said I was never a bedwetter. I just wasn't. I was just like, like one day I decided to not wear diapers and then mm. went to the bathroom and that was it. Like it was just kind of, wow, it was amazing. within like a couple of weeks. I yeah. was a very light bedwetter, but I remember as an adult, like somewhere in my 20s or something, I think it was a drunken late night and I remember dreaming heavily that I was pissing. And lo and behold, I, I only once as an adult, right? It was that was it. I like, think holy shit! I think I pissed the bed in Mexico when I was like twenty four. Yeah, because I was so drunk. You were in Mexico because I was in Mexico. <laughs> I but I I I can't remember. Well, okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I met a woman while I was down there on vacation. I was a single guy at the time, so it's not like it was anything shameful. It was too, no. consen- too consensual. Adults. You met a woman in Mexico. met a woman in Mexico. They have those down there. They do. Uh, this one was from uh, from Canada, actually, and we were fooling around and playing around on the waves. Way, way too drunk to be playing around. She the ocean. was not a Mexican. She was not a Mexican mistress. She was very, very. She was Canadian white. She was even whiter than me. Somehow. Wow. Um, and uh, had f- just fooled around, having fun, whatever. It is. Sure. So, like, I crawled into bed, not changing or anything like that. So, I don't know if my bed was wet because I pissed myself because mm-hmm. I was so drunk. <laughs> Or if it was just because I was a piece of shit that still had sand all over my my feet and my legs and right. shit and just passed out. Like you in went bed. to bed wet. Yes. Or something like that. So there's no way of knowing. It didn't smell like pee or anything like that, but like it was yeah. But no, when I was a little kid I can remember one specific instance where I, I ha I dreamed that I was in the bathroom and I pissed the bed. Yeah. It's like the only time past the age of like two that I or three that I that I wet the bed. Anyway, right. we have something more important to Kind of, we have to talk about it because real quick. I'm just going to do it real quick. I mean, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Water is a is a finite resource in the Southwest. And yeah, we have our water comes in this area from wells. But right. We we don't get our water from the Colorado whatever like everybody else does around here. Right. Or a lot of people do. Let's say so. We've got got a well problem. We got a bunch of farmers from out of state, from out of the country, that have poked a bunch of holes in the ground the last just few years, completely unchecked. Yeah, and they're they're not really monitored, and they and these are high volume wells. And but now the USGS has gone through and done a study long enough now to determine that we're at a good clip. The water is right. going down, and uh, and so the, the, there's a possibility of these farmers that can drill X number of wells per acre kind of thing. And I'm not sure how it works. It's one of those things, but. They can drill up to like seven hundred more, or there's some very large amount more they can do. But that's been, you know, that's been actually stopped right now. They they, they can't they can't do it right now yes, while this be, is under review. While it's under review, while yeah. while while the city of Kingman decides what to do, and the or rather the county the county yeah. decides what to do. And so anyway, th- we had a a, a presentation by uh, AWDR, Arizona Department of Water Resources. I think right. that's what it is. WR is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a few weeks ago, and where you could have public comment, and we had a whole we filled the place up. There was a lot of people, and these it were was literally standing room only people, like right? It was, and that's a big auditorium. And they were taking public comment, and they they gave the presentation, and then they started going through the names, and then after about five or six names, they announced that, hey, by our count in three minutes each, you know, we have a potential of being here for the next two and a half or three hours, and that kind of emptied the house. You know, they, a lot of people left. You may have already gone before because you couldn't stay. I understand right. that. And I was planning on. So I had little notes and stuff. I I've done this before in front of council meetings and also the kind of nonsense. So I've I had some notes. I knew what I was going to say. And then it's like everybody left. There was a lot of people that I recognized that I knew were going to speak that left and went. Okay, they probably thought, oh, we got this. There's plenty of people that have already spoken right. on the water thing. Well, they started calling more names, and it was n- people weren't there. And names that I knew. Would have several said of our good friends are going to say something, and they're gone, they're gone, they're gone. And then 
the farmers start speaking. You know, they start calling. There's a random names, but then they were up and they were up and they were up. So we were we were heavily weighted on our side for stopping the water madness. And then the farmers start speaking and went, "Holy shit! It's to- it's completely fl- the room completely flipped in a ba- really bad. Not even like it was fifty fifty. It was like." 75 or 80 percent farmers wanting to keep drilling more right they were making comment and i was like holy shit i had my notes i was going to say i just got rid of them i i just i just put them away and said i'm not going to use those i know what i'm going to say now based on what they were saying yeah and how they were saying it so it was going to respond to what they were doing and i was the last one to speak and the place was almost fucking empty except for a tiny group of people that were on the stop drilling side and the rest of them were farmers because guess what folks they were paid probably to be there. Yep. And they were told, you guys, you guys want a job the next number of years? You need to show up, yeah. and I'll pay you. To, I'm sure they were paid. And I get it. They have careers. They have jobs. They got to work, too, and so, feed their family. And that, that meeting was an informational meeting only. Correct. To see if they were going to move forward with this. And they decided to take the next step. And this meeting coming up this Saturday, which is Saturday the 12th, I believe from 1 to... Uh, this Saturday the 12th from 1 to, uh, yeah, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the uh, Mojave County Administration Building. Which is Same building it was. 700 West Beale Street, yes. Right. Um, again, from 1 to 5 this Saturday, November 12th. I was planning on being there. I'll be traveling, and I don't think I can make it back in time. I have some family business to take care of back east. Couldn't make, change this date, and I'll be on a plane and then driving that day, and I'm going to probably pull in if it's, not too close to five o'clock, right? Because I don't know if they'll take a late in. Like if I just showed up like really late and signed up, would they take it and let me speak? I don't know. I have yeah. no idea where this. But is you can, go. you're going to try. Yeah. yeah. So um, we need people that that didn't that signed up last time that couldn't speak. I'm gonna make a Facebook post on this too to stay. It's Saturday and people probably already have plans and stuff like that. But it's not a school night, shall we say, where you have to get your kids ready for right. school and it's a Saturday or you have to work the next right. morning or something like that there's a Saturday and it ends at 5 p.m. before it was like a Tuesday it let's started say. at like six o'clock or something right and it was exactly five or six so it was people it was getting late yeah people left so now it's a Saturday so it's gonna burn part of your Saturday okay folks fine it burns a couple hours on a Saturday once in your life to yeah. help save the water here because it's a bad situation yeah. The whole Colorado River is a bad situation right now. We all know this. This is a problem. You know, how are we going to get grown food easily? I don't know. California's drying up, too. It's a problem. Yeah. But n- now we're not in my backyard kind of thing. We're in the middle of a desert. We have well water here. It's coming out at, tr- at a tremendous rate. So I encourage you, before I said, just at least show up, you know, well, that's not going to cut it because that place was standing room only. I have never seen that building. I've been in that building a lot. It's never been that full. No. As it was last time. But it emptied out. People spoke, and then it emptied out, and then it was dominated by the farmers in a bad way. I started texting people that had left. I said, holy shit, what the fuck? You know, and then uh, some people came back. And anyway, that there you have it. So this Saturday, in, in nobody's some different Facebook posts, but if you can show up and speak – in my mind, it would be against advancing more wells, hundreds of more wells for the water here that's local that the residents survive on. Right. And industry and that kind of thing. And we're growing a little bit. And they and the city's doing a, a job right now. They do more injection, you know, water injection stuff from runoff. So that could happen more. And we need a little more rain, obviously. But at the clip it's leaving now, right now, they've already decided right now, USGS said the water leaving is four times faster than it's being recharged. Right. So four times faster, and that's with this lower number of wells right now. 
So it's an issue. So I'm just asking everybody to please try to show up and really just – it's nerve-wracking. I get it. There are people that I know and probably – I know that you know these people too that just say that they can't they, – they won't do it. Like they, they can't stand up there. And and speak like they, they yeah they're just terrified. That's one of the what's the two big I don't know what is it there's a uh, uh, biggest terror ordering a Taco Bell on the drive through and then the next biggest thing is public speaking. <laughs> that's, I would say that's not what it arachnophobia, is arachnophobia agoraphobia fear of heights. Well, I don't mean actually there is actually kinda, order, but public speaking is way is the fuck way up, up there. there. Yeah, way up Which there. Which is funny because I I I'm a fairly decent public speaker. You are. Um, and I don't feel as though I am. You get the job done. Inside, I'm fucking terrified. I'm screaming. How I'm you so am fucking. I f- in- how I fear inside. inside. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Chinese. <laughs> oh, I can't. It's so old. It's so. It's, it's a rehacked fucking thing to say. Chappelle is fucking. But brilliant. I can't stop laughing every time I hear that. I can't. Yeah. And I'm okay with transgendered people. I'm not laughing at the transgendered. It's Dave Chappelle in his goofy flight suit with his size 14, whatever the fuck he has, white Nikes. And just. With these huge, huge, huge shoes. fucking feet. And, and <laughs> just. It's like one day he woke up and felt, well, I've always been Chinese inside. And they're like, look at me, I'm Chinese. It's how. Hey, that's how I fear inside. <laughs> And I'm like, I ha- I remember having to pause the special the first time I watched it because I'm you laughing it. so hard. Then you to go to the doctor and get something straightened out because he pulled something probably from laughter. Oh, What's God. wrong? I was watching Dave Chappelle. Oh, okay, we understand. What's really funny <laughs> is he actually, and Tom Segura, did, he kind of like halfway called him out because Segura did a joke, did a bit that was almost identical. Oh, did he? Early okay. on. And he, he's, he said, uh, he said uh, disabilities aren't funny, but some are. <laughs> Have you ever oh, heard God. of foreign accent syndrome? This is when this, someone this is the Segura bit. This is Segura bit, okay. and it was. Have you ever heard of foreign accent syndrome? That is funny. Some woman in England never, ever, never left her town. She lived there forty some odd years. Gets into a car accident, has a traumatic brain injury. She wakes up from her coma, and oh. she is speaking in a Chinese accent. That and, happened, and, didn't and, it? And he, and he oh, that's no, actually real. This is a real foreign yeah. accent syndrome is a real thing. Yeah. And she, he goes on to say, "Oh, would you like some tea?" And he starts doing like this, uh, this like Chinese, like your your stereotypical like Mandarin like, like accent, tea and things like that and too. Say, and, but yeah. saying these very English kind of things, right? That we would, and he goes, "And if you people think that it's easy for me to do that without squinting my eyes, then fuck you. That's so hard. <laughs> That's why comedians always make the best actors." But it, it's just funny because it was all it's it's, a, it's the same concept right. and the same joke just told by different guys in a little bit different fashion. Anyway, right. so okay, so that's a tough thing. Try, I get it, and you. The best way that I got through some of this when we were dealing with the airport was that I'm kind of an expert in that area. So one thing that calmed me down, and I've had speech classes, and I've the largest audience. We've talked about this before that I was a, 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 an aviation thing in Atlanta at a convention. And it was a pretty big hall, but there's all these little speaking engagements going on at the same time. And I figured when my time was going, I was seeing who was against me. Right. There's some kind of heavy hitters in their area. I thought, oh, this hall is going to empty out when I'm speaking. And it fucking didn't. Like, whoa. People, yeah. Did you guys check who's speaking? It's me. Why are you still here? It's Paul Gaines, not Paul Gosar. Did right. you not notice that? <laughs> right. Why are you still here? And it was kind of full. It was like 300 people, 350, yeah. something like that. And you've speaking, speaking, you've speaking, Joe, in front of. I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> 
the biggest crowd I ever spoke in front of was about twenty five hundred people. That's that's a good amount. Yeah, and it was at a big convention uh, hall down in Laughlin, and it was all uh, Frontier employees at an employee appreciation banquet. But it, the employees came from as far away as. Uh, like Northern California, Were you like introducing people and talking about. No, I was. Uh, and- I accept the f- year prior. I I was given an award for uh, like top marks, like uh, mm-hmm. the the highest sales like rep, rep like sales rep. Mm-hmm. So then the following year, it was my job to present that award to the the incoming the, the next person. If mm-hmm. I, it wasn't me, and it turns out it wasn't me. And I had to get up, you know, do it was probably like a six to eight minute speech, which doesn't sound like much, but you and I both know that that's a long time. To oh talk. yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I was I was freaking the fuck out, and I was also the first presenter, so I didn't even have time to do shots at the open bar because open bar didn't start until we all had sat down because they, they did that on purpose so people weren't too fucked up. Sure, and get up there and be like, I want to thank the academy and my mom. <laughs> it's a sales award, stupid. Right. I don't care. Fuck them. Right, like I they didn't it's want like Pat and Oswald where everybody's drunk at the casino and all they did was they said they, he was screamed his uh, he just scre- they, his his a career at him they just yelled yeah, well, he says, ratatouille yeah yeah ratatouille that's all he did yeah. no, no jokes <laughs> he had a whole routine figured out yeah. he didn't have to say anything didn't anything he just yelled out my career to me his daughter's college <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> anyway so yeah if you can please go down if you if you if you can speak. It doesn't even have to be a whole. Just say I. I all you gotta say is I am for this I'm, INA. Yeah. We need to stop this insanity. Yes, you can, that's all you gotta say. You could say that and sit back down. Yes, exactly. Right. And so do would, that. You don't have to do that. So I remember when I, when I was really initially, initially I thought we're talking about airport stuff. And then we'll then we'll knock this Please. conversation off. Is that I knew everybody was speaking. I I kind of analyze them individually. What is that person? You know, that council member or this person, this board people. What do they know and what are, what's their career? And I kind of went through it. I said, nobody here knows. I collectively, I know more about aviation and this airport, what's going on, than all these people put together. Right. So there's nothing that they can ask me that I won't know the answer to really well. Or my personal career, I know it, this stuff better than most people probably in the world in my little narrow area. Most, I didn't say all, but most, you know, what I'm doing. So I thought, I can do this. Yeah. There's, there's no reason, you know, I, I'm here to inform them. Please ask me questions. I'm here to, you know, whatever. That's not quite the same as this, but the point is this. Those people that are up here that are going to be speaking, not speaking, that are going to be presenting the board of the AWER or whatever, they don't live here. Right. They need to hear from the community, even in the smallest amount. They also know that the farmers have their employees. They, they know this. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. So it's not like a secret, but in, they need to hear from the community. And just pretend it's, it is kind of your water. I know we're, you know, it's not our water, but it's, we were residing here long before those farmers came in, and they're sucking it out at an extremely high rate. So pretend it, your kind of life depends on it. Your livelihood and life depends yeah. on it. And just stamp there and go, we can't do this. Please stop this. Thank you. I'm a Keeman resident. Bye. Thanks. That's it. That's all you got to do. And and it is it is scary because, as you know, Joe, you've done this before at that building. Yeah, there's a, there's a lectern in the middle. Everybody can see you. Yep. But here's what's funny. The, and your back is to your I, back I, is to the people. I have trouble with all speaking because of all the people behind me. Right. I have. That's why I I can perform wedding ceremonies and have zero anxiety whatsoever. Right. So uh, because everybody's in front of me. Literally everybody. I'm right. the, I'm the can, most rear. The I'm, I'm, I'm the, everybody. I'm the person in the back. That is a whole lot easier when you're when you're doing that. When you're I've given presentations. That's that aviation thing. Everybody was in, I, I, I was watching them and looking at the screen behind me. You know. Right. So that was a little bit easier. But 
it is self-conscious when you're standing up there and this board and they, they do it on purpose. The the tables or the whatever that's called, it, it has a term for this. God, that that's a formal term of like a where a council sits or something. It's a is that a uh, it's not a dais. It's a that might be it. I think it's, I think it's it. Is it? I think it's it. It's a raised platform where the people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it's it. Anyway, so they're up higher. It's this big, nice, big, heavy wood, and their names are up there, and they've got their microphones. Formal. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you could be in Congress testifying. Yep. Or what, some kind of a testimony or something. And then everybody's behind you. Yeah, it's kind of – but here's what's weird. You put – when you're up there doing that, you're like, oh, my God, all these people are behind me, and am I going to say something wrong? Am I going to trip on them a thing? Am I, what, what the hell is going to happen, you know? But when you're up there, when you're, I'm sorry, when you're watching someone else speak, you really don't give a shit. In other words, you know, I mean, you want to hear what they're saying, but you're not critiquing them in that way right. at all. They're just a person that's, could be a farmer that you're mad at that's saying that they want to keep drilling as much as they can, but you don't care that much. I mean, you, can, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. You're, you're putting a hundred times more emphasis on yourself standing up there you, than anybody it's is It's like that in most you. situations, too. Yeah. No, yeah. One, no one cares. Yeah. All right, so there's that. There's that. Okay. Um, I have a question for you, though. How active were you, speaking of voting, uh, how active were you from 18 years old to now voting for elections? Every election I could vote in, I have since I was 18. When you say could, what does that mean? Well, I mean since I was 18. Every, every election that I— Oh, I got you. Every, I, I elec- I, every, every available election to me since, since the, the age you. of 18, I have voted in. So I, the same thing now, for me— Now, I didn't know a lot about politics. I didn't really look in, start really paying attention to politics until I was, like, in my mid to late 20s. Right. So, um, now, was actually, that a, the 08 election was the one. I was, like, 27. I'm trying that to That was the out. one I really started paying attention, even though I got, like— I was, like, involved— all, Me and all, all my shithead friends—most of my shithead friends were all uh, in, in our 20s— were part of the the the, the whole the punk rock movement. So okay, like, did most every, of them vote? Do you think or not? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, because I, I urged them to. Like, I, I you to, so you yeah, were the yeah. you were the impetus for yeah, that or whatever. Uh, for for a few, not okay. for, I'm not saying for everybody. I wasn't like some fucking rabble rouser so, forcing people to, but I definitely was like, if, if you if you don't vote, you get zero fucking right for the next couple of years to say anything. Anything. Well, I didn't stop. Shout every, you that doesn't stop everybody. Uh, it stops. It stopped the <laughs> one friend of mine who didn't vote. He said he voted his conscience because there was nobody on the ticket in two thousand eight. I think Which it was. means he didn't vote. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that's a bullshit answer. And he got a, he got, gets he's. I still give him shit for it. He could write somebody in. I'm like, hey, remember that time you didn't vote in a presidential <laughs> election? <laughs> so do don't your opinion is one, not only invalid, it's not warranted, and you have zero right to talk about it. And he. He gets pissed because I've, it's been you still bring it 14 up. years, and I'll still bring it up every fucking time. <laughs> so every time because he's outspoken yeah. politically in this and that and the other, and I'm like, no. And I'll shout him down on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, in person. It doesn't matter. And I've been friends with him for fucking ever. And it doesn't matter if he was in a car wreck and in a coma. That makes no difference. So you should yeah, still like in a coma. That's how I wake him. I was like, hey, remember that time you didn't vote? Fuck you. <laughs> That's what you get, dummy. You want to go get some beers after you wake up? <laughs> you so I, I missed one midterm election, and I don't remember why. I, I know that I did, and I was it felt really bad. Did you about say you it. thought you were in Germany at the time? I could have been. It was up to late summer. It could have been a could have been a prim- like a, prim- primary, maybe a primary, yeah, like an August primary. I know I missed one somewhere. I I just I can't remember. Well, you should have absentee. Whatever. This is a long time ago. It's one of those things you didn't think about it because you were probably like twenty, right? You know what I mean. So you, you, you just weren't thinking about it when you went over there. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna miss a fucking primary, right? And you know, I've talked about this where I I have never absentee voted actually or mailed anything in. I just like it's not because it's not because oh I make sure my vote is counted 
or they'll go lose it in the mail. It doesn't, that shit doesn't happen for the most. It just doesn't happen. You know, it's because I like going there to vote. I like I, the I like going there. I've done like absentee the or like early or whatever early vote uh, absentee yeah. ballot once. Yeah. And that was because I didn't pay attention to the overtime shifts that I picked up. Mm-hmm. See, once or twice a year when I worked at the hospital, I would pick up overtime shifts, shifts leading up to like a vacation mm-hmm. because they were always available. And or or leading up to Christmas because that paycheck you'd get you they did pay, PTO payouts right up to 48 uh, 40 hours on on one paycheck and it was the paycheck like the the like right before Thanksgiving for right. Black Friday basically is how they did it and so that paycheck I always wanted it to be as big as possible right so I I picked up overtime so I worked Sunday night uh, it was like I worked Saturday night Sunday night Monday night Tuesday night Wednesday night Thursday night Friday night. That's seven straight, seven, seven twelves in a row. I'm tired of just thinking about that's it. That's a lot of fucking overtime, that's right? Twelves, yeah. And the yeah. Tuesday in there was election day. I'm like, oh god damn it! And I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's yeah. no fucking way I can survive that. I will have already worked three twelves in a row, then get off work at seven right. thirty in the morning and go and vote. You just walk I just, in the door and collapse. I yeah. exactly. Then I would, the, yeah, exactly. So I just I I I did a mail in that year. That but otherwise I've always gone to vote. I like I like the act of voting. I Again, do too. it goes back to. That uh, that that teacher that I had in high school that said, you know, voting is not is something that not everybody gets to do around the world. That's true. And it there's still, a, you know, like in China, you got two plus billion people that they vote. They don't really vote. It do, doesn't. doesn't yeah, yeah. That really doesn't. You've matter. got you've yeah. got, you know. And in Russia, a few million. Uh, yeah. A few hundred million people in Russia. They don't really vote. I wonder how India is. They have a shitload of people. I wonder how their their. I'm not sure. Cor- corruptness is with yeah. voting and all. But anyway, enough about voting. Yeah, well, anyway, it's fun. Not fun. I, I felt good. Like, I, I, I just want one more thing. I went in there, and I was like, fuck, I got to vote. Got to get a haircut. Got to do this, because I'm leaving for a couple days, whatever. You know, and then went in there and went, I'm going to do Yeah, I got to do it, because I, I know what I want to vote for. I got it all figured out. I'm going to just go in yep. there. And then I remember when I was done with it, it, I had a moment of feeling good. It's like I folded it in half and got my sticker and went, that feels great. Yeah. You know, just that's one, a good just thing. one of those things. It really is. Uh, okay, so that's it. Was there something else? Did you want to talk about that meteorite? Uh, well, that was more of the yeah, it could have been the the meteorite. Oh, that hit the uh, yeah. That was did y'all. Did y'all see the meteorite that hit the house? Uh, I saw well, the guy's dog didn't make. He had two dogs. One didn't make it. Oh, that's right. I heard that. Fucked right. a I got, meteorite, I get, dude. I, get, I didn't know that. I get sad with things like that now. I hear things like, "Oh my god," he like lived alone. This older guy, I think, and he, 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 uh, apparently his, his house caught on fire like immediately. Wouldn't it be nice if that was the guy who won the Powerball though? <laughs> And then one dog made it out, one of them didn't. And that's, uh, and that's, our, our too, that's too bad. Now, God. see, now I, I regret bringing it up. Fucking goddamn it. Sorry. But I saw it. I, I, you can see there's a lot of video of it coming down. I don't remember seeing a video of it hitting the house, but someone was pretty close. Yeah. And then they just went around the corner, and this house is on fire. Like, really on going, going yeah. up pretty good. And uh, I thought this, this streak and then the house on fire, I immediately went to uh, Men in Black when the flying saucer thing <laughs> hits, the, hits the guy's truck. Edgar. The only thing it's Edgar, Edgar's truck. Edgar. The only thing the only thing that pulls its own weight right here is my goddamn truck. And then boom, boom it just hits it. hits it. Fucking movie. <laughs> oh, that's such man. a that's such a great movie. That's a great fun movie. That's a weird movie. It is a weird movie, but it's a cool movie. In a well, fun, I'm, weird, cool I'm way. I'm glad yeah. I saw it in the theater. Yeah. The hot sheets. And they go pull out the, the globe and all the Let's other Let's look up the hot sheets and <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> 
When it hands it, he's like, this is your gun. World the no- Net Daily the noisy whatever. cricket. Man, what the hell am I? I feel like I'm going to break this damn thing. And then he shoots the noisy cricket. Right. <laughs> it fucking just <laughs> knocks him on his. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucks funny. a bunch of shit up. Are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. All right, I gotta, All right I got, folks. I got, I got shit to Have do. a wonderful evening. Y'all have a great week. Anything on the cellar door? Oh, wait. I'm sorry, real quick. The uh, uh, the Painters. Uh, the Painters, uh, which is the band that uh, Leonard Interior, who does our outro music, he's going to be playing, or they're going to be playing at Blackbridge on Saturday evening. And they play at the inaugural Route 66 Festival. No, I'm sorry, the, um, no. No, it was the, 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 the statue unveiling. Oh, National Road Trip Day. National Road Trip Day. Statue, yeah, they played, they, they, were, they were awesome. Redneck reggae, and it's yeah. awesome. It's they're hard to describe. so good. You got to kind of see them. Yeah. They're fucking great. Yeah, they're really, really good. Sour door, do we know and what's going on there? I, I, don't, I don't have that info on, on hand. Uh, but I saw also, uh, Mr. Foss and I are going to go see one of the bands I've wanted to see for a very long time on Friday night. Really? We're going to go see Amona Marth, Oh, which is a where, Vi- Viking metal band. Where? where? Las Vegas at okay, the Brooklyn cool. Bowl. Nice. Yeah. I know I've, I know I've, the Foss likes them. I've heard him talk about that fuck, before. Man, there's and, and I I've I've listened I've been listening to him for literally over twenty years. Like mm-hmm. I had a friend give me their tape when I was in high school and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. And all of their songs, I think they have some songs that are based off of old like uh old like Norse chants and they're in mm-hmm. old Norse. Mm-hmm. And like they have one song or I have a handful of songs that have to do with like being on a Viking ship. They don't have a mosh pit, they have a row pit. <laughs> <laughs> they have guys. I sh- I'll show you video of it. It's impressive. I need to see this. I've seen video of them. They they play uh, Falken Open Air, which is a big metal festival in uh, northern Germany every summer, mm-hmm. and it uh, a couple hundred thousand people show up to that that show. Mm-hmm. They have a rope hit where they're like, "All right, folks, it's time for to get on the ship," you know, like, and they're like, I think they're from Norway, <laughs> like their Norwegian accent, and you'll see a whole shitload of people sitting in front, like, sit down in front of the stage. And then they just get in, in, in like in concert, <laughs> like just totally in, in, uh, into the beat. So these are paid the people. Or these are these are patrons? no. These are just people that are. These are just okay. fans. This is like instead of moshing, they're rowing. So and I'm just like, I hope they do that at the Brooklyn Bowl because I'll be first fucking one out there. Like, do people fight to get in the boat? I guess no, no. Work? It's just like it's the whole whoever wants to participate sits okay. down and starts rowing, and then they'll they'll go through a couple songs. That's like hilarious. That. <laughs> but anyway, all what, right. What's that, the what's the venue? The Brooklyn Bowl. Oh, that's what you just said. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which will be my, I think, my like tenth show there wow. in like three years. It's a great, it's a great venue. Got it. We're done. All right. Here Bye, comes folks. the snow. Goodbye. Right.